Hello and welcome to the Mystic Cast, where you join Jack Stafford and Deborah Littleboy, members of the Ethereus Society, the cosmic religion for the Aquarian Age, as we break down the barriers between religion, science, physics, metaphysics, all of which are really only aspects of the self-same quest for truth. Please note this is an independent program, not produced or fact-checked by the Ethereus Society. Today, our guest is Ryder Lee. Hello, Ryder. How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Looking it's forward great. to the fascinating conversation uh, i know a little bit about george king i actually covered him in my first episode of uh, ufo doomsday cult uh, and i had some good things to say about him because uh, he was a little different than a lot of the other groups and uh, some can say uh, you know religions or uh, cults so uh, i'm looking forward to it that's great oh, i didn't realize you covered him because i think i wrote to you originally because we had rex bear on the show and uh it was a great conversation. I was researching him and I watched his, in, just happened to come across his interview with you. Then I fell into your channel, which is a, you know, really interesting. It's called Raised by Giants. And you also did a lot of interesting, interesting interviews. But you come from, also come from a, is that a semi-skeptical background? I mean, you do remote viewing, but you are also, you're not, you are skeptical. Is that the right way to describe it? Well, really what started was I just wanted to get to the root of a lot of these thoughts, ideas, and belief systems and uh, beliefs in UFOs and extraterrestrials. And really when you track all this stuff back, it goes to a bunch of nonsense, made up fairy tales about space and, uh, you know, so, and also myths and disinformation directly from the government. So uh, that's where... I would say is skeptical. I, I, I like to call it an alternative view to the alternative community. Mm -hmm. That's what I like to call it. So uh, that's a good. Uh, I, I don't personally do remote viewing, but I've had a lot of the remote viewers that were officially part of the Stargate DIA Army Intelligence uh, ran remote viewing program in '79. It started well '78, and then uh, ran until '95, and then it was shut down by the CIA. I've had a lot of them on my show so i know that uh you know spiritual abilities are real that you know you can remote view and people have certain abilities to see things I, i'm just skeptical of the community as a whole people talking about things that don't really make any sense yeah. they you know what i mean so that's There's some weird, weird ones i saw i saw some of your videos people they they get into sex very quickly and things like that and some crazy stuff yeah, it's really plagued with a, a lot of mental illness, uh, drugs, and uh, and sex. So, you know, I'm trying to just, <laughs> I'm just trying to bring a, a different kind of perspective to uh, the community. You know, not only the truth of community, but the the spiritual community and the conspiracy community and all that, and kind of ground people in reality. Yeah, I mean, Doc, Doctor King. I mean, he. You know, he's been accused of everything, you know, over the years, I'm sure. But because uh, he came from in the 1950s to say you're, you're um, you know, the, the the oldest international UFO organization and to say you're you're channeling people from other planets, even back, you know, even today you get a strange look. But but back then, I mean, imagine what it was like. And I mean, we it is a doomsday. We do believe that uh, the next master is coming. You know, we do believe there is an end of times, but we we pray for it to be as long as far away as possible. We don't know when it's coming, but yeah, well, there is a, a next master who's supposed to come, and then it will will go to another world for another experience. Those who aren't ready, so it is a doomsday cult in that respect. But we, um, yeah, we pray for it to be put off. Well, that's the interesting thing about uh, George King and a lot of these other, let's say, cults, is they all have the same kind of motif right the uh, a natural disaster is coming something is going to happen the earth is going to be transformed it's going to be turned into a new age of uh of existence that the uh adherence to the cult uh are going to be raptured up in some sort of ufo and uh you know transformed into a, uh, a new being and that's a very common theme through a but lot why do you of think that the, is that study well, when you look at it, the a lot of this stuff came from Guy and Edna Ballard here from the cult of I am in the early 30s. And I put a lot of research 
into this cult because it's really important to understand uh, which the cult was also an offshoot of other movements and ideologies of the time period, included uh, Edgar Casey, Elena Bravlosky, and others, which then just created many more offshoots and inspirations for many other groups and organizations after. But according to this group's teaching, the cult of I am, which is the original Ascended Masters teachings, are believed to be individuals who have left the reincarnation cycle of reembodiment. The IM call calls itself a, a Christian organization because, you know, if you're not talking about Christianity and you haven't reinterpreted the Bible and changed it just a little bit, then are you really running a a cult, right? Uh, because Jesus is considered an important incentive master, right? So this uh, this is a patriotic cult. Because Ascended Master St. Germain is believed to have inspired and guided, according to this uh, cult of I am, of course, right? USA, the, the United States Declaration of Independence and, and Constitution and uh, Guy's information came to him directly from St. Germain. Now, you can see where all of the people after the 30s have also channeled St. Germain. Uh, and these other ascended masters and you have to think well if something came before all of these people then what are the chances that other people were copying off of what came before now that's just a uh, well it was madame blavatsky that I, the theosophy it was also all about ascended masters and that was before that the i am wasn't it exactly but that's my point the guy and Ed the ballard also ripped off elena brovlowski as well and they also incorporated a bunch of other things about Mount Shasta and Telos um, uh, that there's an ancient uh, race of civilization inside of um, uh, Mount Shasta in California. And Edna, Edna Ballard, she worked at an occult bookstore, right? And called the Philosopher's Nook and wrote and edited a newsletter uh, called the American Occultist and developed this theory called the diamond self, which was the idea that we're all connected and that we're all God, we're all one, which is later parodied by many in the community as the, uh, the biggest being the law of one material, also known as the raw material, which came out several decades later in 1981. So, Edna was writing her occult newsletter while while Guy Ballard was uh, being investigated for fraud for selling stocks for mines that he knew were wasn't absolutely anything in them, and was indicted in Chicago in 1927, uh, well 1929, sorry, but then fled the state and went to California. And this was the beginning of the Great Depression. And all of the law of attraction stuff, which was going on in California and positive thought and that you can just think your way out of poverty and uh, your mental state is key, which I do agree with a lot of that. But not when you fool people with misguided nonsense, you have to have action behind your thought process. You just, just can't sit back and be like, oh, the, the ascended masters have got me, you know, St. Germain's got me, Jesus has got me, and that gives you the excuse not to do anything or uh, better your life, which has also been parodied through uh, the generations for extraterrestrials as well. I mean, how many people, how many times have we heard people just, just sit back, just do nothing? The Palladians, the Galactic Federation, the 33 Confederation of Planets are, are here and they're going to save everybody. You know, it gives people an excuse not to actually work toward anything and uh, create anything in their life. Which all of the theories and mythology of Mount Shasta actually came from a book called A Dweller of Two Planets by Frederick Spencer Oliver, which was published in 1905. And where Frederick Spencer Oliver claimed that a being from Atlantis called Telos telepathically communicated with him and helped him write the book through automatic writing, including such things as um, anti-gravity, uh, powered aircraft, submarines, televisions, uh, wireless phones, uh, water generators, air conditioners, high-speed railroads, 
and uh, describes the Telos, uh, his final incarnation in 19th century America was uh, he was an Atlantean. And his karma played out, played itself out in that incarnation uh, as a physical incarnation of a, uh, a gentleman, I think, named Walter uh, Pearson, I believe, uh, which was a gold miner. And, and uh, he traveled to Venus in a light body while his physical body remained at a temple inside of Mount Shasta. And it's interesting, actually, Ryder. Let me just, just sort of jump in before I forget what I want to talk to you about because I'm trying to... Because you're saying a lot of stuff, and my inner my inner nodder is going. Um, so, what 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 you've done so much, such an incredible job of piecing together bits. Very impressive. Uh, the thing that really resonated with me was because I too have, have, have been researching for a long, long time to find truth, and done a lot of U-turns and spent a lot of money going down places that that just turned out to be tinsel and fairies. So when I found the society, the thing that really got it for me, well, there were several things, but the, the thing that, that, that ties in with what you're saying is Dr. King said that you have to get dirty. We need boots on the ground and you've got to sort yourself out. Listen, nobody's going to come and do it for you because what would you learn? You've got to do it yourself. And then he gave us some tools to actually raise our vibrations. He told us how our bodies work. He explained that we were, this this physical body was actually a radiator and a transmitter, which had all sort of got rusted up, Deborah's words, not his. We've forgotten how to use it. And so we then, we've gone through, we've been brainwashed by people that did know how to do it because they wanted to have the power and, didn't, and wanted us to remain dummies. But we allowed that to happen. So we now have a big job to do, which is why the society prays and praying is for us. We connect with the energies, we bring them through, we send them out to raise the vibrations. To use to, to get our body conditioned to send out the vibrations, so that more people start to get it, to wake up, and know they've got to roll their sleeves up, act as one, and put the put the whole thing right. So, I just wanted to come in come in with that. That um, I wouldn't say that we're a cult at all, and not for any other reason. But I understand that cults are, have like conditions. Like you can't come in unless you've got to do this otherwise, and this is the right way, and that's the wrong way. Whereas in the theory of society is this is the truth. It's the truth whether you like it or not. Truth is truth. Suck it and see. And if you don't like it, that's okay. You know, we we we're just we'll still be here. We're here to we're doing what we're doing. Um, everybody's welcome. You're a Buddhist, you're a Hindu, you're a whatever you want to be, you're a Jedi knight. Come in, because actually the truth's the truth. Just be the best Buddhist, Christian, Jedi knight you can. Um, and help us raise the vibrations. Or don't. You know, so that's the just, you know, that boots on the ground is is really what sold it to me. Uh, yeah oh and i liked uh george king's whole uh you know thought and process behind that it was a, a motivation thing it wasn't so much sit back and just do nothing and wait for uh you know whatever to happen in a, an event to happen and then you react no it's more react now now to your point of that this is truth i don't believe that anything is truth what you believe might be a version of truth but it's not the one and only truth i mean there's so many different ideologies and so many different belief systems that it's almost practically impossible to actually label any one thing as truth now it can be truth to you based on your experience of life but there is no ultimate truth. Well, let me just jump uh, to in. To me personally. Let me jump in because truth has two poles, we're told by the master. So something can be 
someone's like take for example god you can say there's one god or there's many gods like the hindus worship many gods and many beings and or and the maybe the christians work worship they say there is one god or but then there is there is the absolute there is everything in existence so we are you're part of god i'm part of god the microphone's part of god god is everything manifested and much more than that but there are many more gods there are there are the sun is a god but the greatest living being in our concept manifestation jesus was a is a being from another world he's a god to us the divas of god neptune is the god of the oceans um saint germain is a god to us because he's an ascended master he's way above us but saint germain said that he knows beings as far evolved above him as he is evolved above an ant so there's all these beings evolving back to god because god involved itself and we're all you're a god to your son i'm a god to my son um yeah so there's all these it's definitions so you 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 give you pray to the divas you give send them energy we worship them we worship the sun the the, the earth is the greatest being we've ever physically touched we it's a, it's a living breathing being the god terror which will one day evolve into a a sun into a galaxy the galaxy is a living being which we send our energy and we worship because we'd live inside it and it gives itself so that we can and we eventually merge all together Be, uh, consciousness merges back to form greater and greater beings back to god eventually that's in the teachings of the society so that's an example of truth being you know, there's many truths because there's many levels of consciousness yeah, well, yeah we're in a mean... dual system here aren't we yeah, I mean, everything runs on uh, the balance of what people perceive to be good and evil. Your experiences in your life is what cultivates your truth. So whatever you've been through here is what you've created in your reality and is what you believe based off of your experiences. I've had a different experience in my life. I was raised completely different than both of you. Therefore, I am going to have a, a different truth within my being based off of my experiences. You're going to have a different truth. You're going to have a different truth. Everyone listening to this is going to have a different truth because they've experienced different things in their life. I think that's what makes things so special here. And the problem is that people are trying to blanket everybody with the exact same thing, you know? They're trying to be like, oh, well, this is what's going on. God is the number one true God. St. Germain is the, the number one ascended master. Jesus is the number one ascended master. And we never get anywhere. Because they're trying no, to push their ideologies and their belief systems on everyone to try and get them to believe in it. And that's what creates the problem. I think that the way that our reality works here is a egregoric system. And I've talked about egregores several times on my show and on other people's shows. And if you guys are familiar with what an egregore is, it's an occult term that whatever you believe, whatever you put your energy into, whatever you put your attention into, then creates it and manifests it in your reality. So that's how I think everything works. I think that that's the way Jesus works. I think that's the way Buddha works. I think that's how all the religions work. That's how the ascended masters work. That's how extraterrestrials work. Is us giving them our energy, our attention, and then that gives them the ability to exist in our reality, whether that is a physical manifestation or a spiritual manifestation. But those beings all exist independently. I mean, they, the Ascended Masters are collaborating with the UFOs, with the alien beings, and uh, the Buddha is on Shambhala. I mean, they're all, they're all, all truth. So. But the fact oh, is we... that we are, if we, we're told that if we have single-minded focus, and me for one, I'm a long way off of single-minded anything, but single, so if you have laser focus, the more, the more pointed, the more focused you can be on a given target, if you want, then the, the more successful you will be. And that makes perfect sense to me, Ryder, because if you, if you're paying your attention to two different counter things, counter um thoughts then you don't actually go anywhere 
because it's like Peter Paul, Peter Paul. It's it's. A, but if you actually if you're actually looking to go somewhere and you've got that that is the one thing that you're looking for. So let's say I was going for ascension. I'm I'm going for ascension. So everything that goes in that and everything I do in my life is with that one purpose in mind. I'm going to get there quicker than Jack. That maybe it's like looking to, um, I don't know, be the best uh, footballer in the world um, and look after his family. So he's not going to be, he's going to be, he's not going to be the best footballer in the world or the best family man because he split his, split mm. his energy. But can't they all so be he, true? Either? I mean, can't they all be? They are all true, but to what extent? It's like a hierarchy. As I see it, if, and, and the more, if you if you are single-minded, focused on the highest possible, then you can get to the highest possible a lot quicker than somebody that is single-minded on a lesser and easier goal, or somebody that is scattered in their in their goals. Like, you know, uh, maybe if you're talking about spiritual things, I have a little dip in that pond of, um, uh, I don't know, I'm going to be a pagan witch on a Monday and I'm going to be a, 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 the best Christian priest or on a Tuesday. No, you, you've got to, whatever you focus on, you're going to manifest. And yeah, isn't more... that a good way to do it? And I mean, like, because if you follow, if the teachings are so good, like, doesn't that help, Ryder? I mean. Well, if everyone believed what George King uh, said and what he wrote about, then would that not be a single-minded focus? Yeah, I think that what makes us special here and what makes us unique and um, the, the earth and its inhabitants important is because we have the ability to do all that stuff. We have the ability to wake up in the morning and uh, be a priest if we if we want to and then the next day be a witch or the next day be whatever we want to be and that's that's what i think makes us special in this one sided look and outlook on reality has been what has really held us back i mean look at christianity and the enormous uh atrocities that has been committed in the name of uh, God and Jesus, you know, and look at all of the different kinds of religions that has committed murderous and horrendous acts uh, in the name of God. You know, so I think that is actually important and what makes us special is that we have the ability to change our mind. We have the ability to do something different and take a different stance and a different outlook on certain topics and certain ideas and certain belief systems. I think that that's uh, that's really important. Yeah, the, the doc, uh, master theorist channeled through Dr. King. If you're gonna, if you want to be the best, uh, be the best Christian you can be. Be the best Buddhist. Be the best Buddhist you can be. I mean, they. Uh, we're not saying follow Dr. King, you know, in that respect be the best be in service to others i mean there's there's many ways to serve you know without yeah absolutely i mean do whatever it is that you want to do by then condemning others for the way that they believe or their thought process and i'm not saying that you guys are but i'm just speaking in general terms mm -hmm. here for you know condemning and bashing and attacking someone that has a different outlook on reality based on their experiences of their life. That's the wrong way to go about it. You know, just let everybody believe whatever it is that they want to believe. But mm. that also gives me the right to believe whatever it is that I want to believe. You there was know? a transmission yeah. I saw the other day said, uh, the masters uh, said, don't pray for us. Please don't pray for it. Pray for your enemy. That's who we want you to pray for your is for your enemy. Yeah, send the energy so that we can raise the lot because we are only all connected on one. And what's the point of fighting? Can I come right off of topic here, Ryder? Your yantra to your left hand side 
why do you actually study that or is it just for um because it looks pretty what now your yantra to your which side would it be on your left hand side you the the yantra on the wall that you that i'm looking at oh the uh the symbol yeah I, oh, I yeah, see that. The... I'm only seeing half of it, but it looks like a it looks like the, the tuning fork to me, uh, a mandala of the yantra. Yeah, I think that that is the, uh, uh, the. I think it's a representation of the tree of life as well. Uh huh. Yeah, or um, Metatron's cube. It's some uh, something similar to that yeah I, ju I just had it up in my house for uh, a really long time for like two or three years and then i moved my studio and my setup upstairs and uh, i thought it would be nice to put it on the wall yeah yeah beautiful colors yeah and really powerful if it is if it is the answer that i'm that i'm thinking that it's it really is quite pow um, powerful because you've got the sort of um wisdom triangles interposed on each other which is if sacred geometry really um retuning yeah anyway i digress sorry jack <laughs> no it's okay i mean uh it's just interesting whenever i'm you know going back and uh doing this whole series on all this stuff because it's i think that it's really important to realize where a lot of this stuff comes from. And if it comes from frauds, then that means that it's uh, it's fraudulent information, right? And many of these uh, UFO cults, like I was mentioning earlier, talk about almost the exact same thing, like Rael from the Raelian cult in 1947, uh, he claimed that he was the last prophet of 39 and that he was the 40th and final prophet. And that in 2035, the extraterrestrials called the Elohim are going to land on Earth and share their advanced technology. And that him and his followers need to create an embassy for these Elohim, uh, a landing pad. And if not, they aren't going to come. <laughs> and he talked about how they, they would, uh, the Elohim came down and picked them up and took them up in his spacecraft and took them to their planet uh, where they had uh, uh, sex robots. Uh, to have him have sex with. And then he then created this, and he told, the Elohim told him that the, the way that they create these uh, robots and how they live forever and achieve immortality is through cloning. And then he actually created this cloning company in Canada called CloneAid. And they claimed to have cloned a baby in 2002 and they named her Eve. And uh, it, it's just incredible uh, researching and seeing all these different things. I mean, and then you have the the Heaven's Gate cult, which everyone is very familiar with, with Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles, known as T and Doe. We discovered, uh, well, through my research, that they went around the United States before they started their cult in 1974 and visited all these spiritual centers, visited gurus, new age groups, in order to figure out how to structure their belief systems and their theology later in the cult. And uh, the central belief of the group was the followers could transform themselves into immortal extraterrestrial beings and would ascend into heaven and be picked up by UFO ships and taken to the next level or the next evolutionary level above human, which later they switched their beliefs when Bonnie Nettles was diagnosed with brain cancer in 1974 and then died in 1975. And she didn't leave in an intergalactic spaceship to the next level Marshall Applewhite then started making changes to the doctrine to explain why she didn't ascend in an extraterrestrial spaceship physically. He switched it up and turned it into consciousness and that the members of the cult were just in a vehicle and a container and that the only way that you can get into the next level, evolutionary level above human is by shedding your human container and you have to be androgynous, give up all worldly possessions. And uh, if, you, if you want to know who the beings are from the next level, and how to identify them, you'll know by how well your life is going. The beings in the next level hate this reality and would never want you to do well here. So if you're receiving good fortune from God, that's not really God. That's the Luciferians. 
that are impersonating God. And we all know what happened with the uh, Heaven's Gate cult. They all committed mass ritual suicide. And uh, they also claim to be the two witnesses from the book of Revelation and the reincarnation of Jesus and Mother Mary. But they weren't the only ones to claim to be the reincarnation of Jesus and Mother Mary. Uh, and by the amount of people that have claimed to be the reincarnation or lived past lives as Jesus and Mother Mary, we should all be saved <laughs> by now. So the Unarius Academy occult from 1954, which is in a very interesting time period because that's right around when uh, uh, George King uh, was doing his stuff and the Seekers UFO cult was making predictions about the end of the world disaster. The United States was going to be destroyed and we were going to be raptured up by uh, extraterrestrial ships in uh, 1954. And when uh, I think that was Christmas Eve, uh, no, uh, December 23rd of 1954, they were talking about how the United States was going to be destroyed by an earthquake followed by a hurricane and was going to wipe out the United States. And then the Great White Brotherhood was going to come and save everyone in the United States. And, what year was uh, that? I'm sure them up 1954. 1954, yeah. Okay. But then there was a infiltration into the group by a psychologist named Leon Fetzinger that actually created the term cognitive dissonance for the cult to uh, study their uh, mental state and their belief systems whenever their predictions failed, which I thought was a, a very interesting thing because a lot of people talk about cognitive dissonance now and they relate that to people that have no idea what's going on. The, the NPC people that, uh, you know, people call that are just walking around and don't, uh, you know, just they're just doing their everyday yeah. things. Uh, they, people in the community use that term for them when the term was actually created while psychologically studying a UFO cult whenever their predictions failed. So the Unaris Academy in 1954 with leaders Ernest and Ruth Norman, they claimed that they were the past life incarnation of Jesus and Mother Mary. And Ernest traveled to Mars physically and said Asians live underground on Mars, not extraterrestrials, but Chinese Asians. Asians. And that... Mars was destroyed several thousand years ago, and they came to Earth, and that's how we get Asian people today. And the Asians went back to Mars, and they now live underground. <laughs> Ernest, there's an anti-Semitic nature to a lot of these uh, cults as well. Uh, so Ernest died, and James Spiegel took over the cult and predicted that a mass UFO landing from extraterrestrials would occur in 2001, which obviously didn't happen. But Spiegel uh, already had his plan for it. There, there's always excuses for why things don't happen. And his excuse was that uh, if they don't land and they don't come, then you weren't looking hard enough, right? Then you have the Love is One cult that started in the mid-2000s, claimed that Amy Carlson was a divine 19-year, 19-billion-year-old being who had birthed all of creation and was here to save humanity from the dark forces of the cabal, to raise your vibration so high that we ascend into the fifth dimension and that only 144,000 people will make it into this 5D new earth and the rest will be recycled into the sun. Amy also claimed that she had been the reincarnation, she had been reincarnated over 534 times, including the reincarnations of Joan of Arc, Marilyn Monroe, Cleopatra, Mila Earhart, and of course, Jesus Christ. The group claimed that Amy was the queen of the lost continent of Lemuria, which that ties back to the I Am cult uh, living within Mount Shasta in California. Amy also stated that Donald Trump was her father in a past life and has spoken to the deceased actor Robin Williams and that Robin Williams was a part of the Galactic Federation of Light and would assist her in energetic healings for $88 through Zoom. See, a lot oh, of yeah, people are scam artists. It's very, you're, you're, it's very you impressive. Just, uh, just sort of um, with that, yeah, if they're charging you for it, then you, and it is as ridiculous as you've just made, um, illustrated it to be, then it needs to be looked at. I would like to um, throw a, a, my penny in that in the, in the ring here, because we're we're told by Dr. King that Cleopatra, the the entity called Cleopatra, was 
not very nice person, um, but very selfish and, and actually had a lot of slaves. And when she reincarnated, she went down to a lower level and then um, and was actually enslaved herself in one of the lower hells. But after a certain length of time, people have to come back to level one and start their journey again. So what they have like an extraction process. I'm just putting a story, not what we're, what we're told is truth, just to, to put into your, into your mix. So we're told that, um, and I haven't got the dates because the dates won't come to me now, but we're talk talking maybe in the 1960s, um, that it was her time to be released, to come back onto this level and to start putting right the wrongs that she's had. But she was, um, she was actually trapped down there by mind, by a, a, a black magician, um, Magician, musician, no black musician, no. no. Black magician. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, wrong, Deborah, wrong. So, so she was trapped down there. So she had to be extracted. Um, and it was, and it was quite a, not quite a, a, a sort of a tricky maneuver to do that. And there was a lot of sort, of, sort of fighting on the lower realms to actually release her back. So. She, you know, to have somebody of of um, what we believe is, uh, she didn't lead a good life. She had to go down and learn her lessons to come back again. Was not in really in the same pattern of behaviour as as our what we understand as the Joan the Joan of Arc. Yeah, so not 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 a good woman. Um, so it's strange that they that that somebody would want to sort of um, cook them all up as like as being in the in the same evolutionary journey, I don't understand that really. Unless, well, I don't understand that. It's uh, well, my explanation yeah. for this: if these people aren't just straight up making this stuff up and fabricating to make themselves look important, uh, which I think a lot of it is, but my personal belief is that that can explain why a lot of these people claim to be the exact same incarnation, right? Uh, many people over the years have claimed to be the uh, reincarnation or lived a past life as Mother Mary. Many people have claimed to be the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. My explanation for that, again, if they're not 100% making it up, they're not fabricating their stories, they're not trying to put themselves on a pedestal to make them seem like that they have information that other people don't have in order to influence people which again, I believe is 90% of it. But I think that whenever we die, our consciousness is fractured. It's fractured into many pieces. And that consciousness that we lived in that life then gets separated into many other physical beings in this 3D physical reality. And that's how you get certain individuals thinking that they had lived, they have some sort of past life memory of uh, the, the same being. It's not that they lived that entire full life. It's that a little piece of that consciousness has been fractured off and spread about to many people on the earth. And they get that your own little... theory though, or you read that one? That's my own theory. Yes. Well, that ties in with, um, when the 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 one of the one one of the dark ones is has to be transmuted, and they're they're and brought to level one, and we're told that their that their entity has to be fractured, um, so that so that they can learn their lessons, and so there is that that there is that fracturing, um, so that it, that they can't um go back to their um great powers used incorrectly so they so we, again we, we've got that tie in from the from the very very powerful black um resources i'm, I'm trying not to say that word again because i'm going to say it wrong um so um when they when they are transmuted then they they don't come back as as the one entity they come back 
as you as you've just said, as as some um, fragments of. And so, yeah, I I, only, I think we only have a few minutes left. So I just really want to pin you down, Ryder, and say, you know, what you've done a fantastic job of researching all these things, and you really, um, yeah, I mean, you've, you've got to, to to put all these things in your head, all these different na- dates and places. I mean, you should put it on like a map or something. And and Dr. King, he told us to discern. You know, so and you discerned. You said that he was, you know, one of the few people to promote uh, love and selfless service, and uh, you know, working for other people. So, do you is that something you come across with many, or is it mostly about paying a subscription? And uh... it's mostly about give us money. We need money. Uh, meet up. Uh... We'll just, uh, you know, make ourselves be so important. Uh, we're the only people that has this kind of information. We are the only people that you can go through. We're the only person on the planet that can contact the Elohim, like in the case of uh, Rael from the Raelian cult. He claimed that he was the only person on the planet that was in contact with uh, the angelic uh, beings that created us named the Elohim and that anybody else that claimed to uh, contact them are fake and frauds. Uh, several of them do that. Uh, Van Tassel from the Ashtar Command Cult also did that. He was the first person to, to supposedly channel Ashtar from the Galactic Command in 1953. Scientology, the, are they the most famous? or Scientology? Is that the most famous... UFO cult? I haven't really gotten into Scientology because Scientology is such a deep topic and it would take me uh, a really long time to decipher all of Scientology. So I haven't really uh, looked into Scientology much. I know a a little bit about it, but not enough to actually talk about it or create a video about it because it just runs so deep. But uh, I was referring to the Ashtar Galactic Command with um, George Van Tassel. And later on, he decided that he was going to, um, well, he had been giving his information and his channelings to a partner of his that was publishing them in a uh, magazine. And after a while, other people started channeling Ashtar. Right, coincidentally, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, coincidentally, just like really everything kind of snowballs, and the people, uh, you know, listen to someone, and then all of a sudden they take their information, or you know, they parody them without giving them credit, and uh, the, the the list goes on. We've seen examples of this in uh, modern day times w- within the community as well, revolving the secret space program. So. He was like, he told the, his partner, he was like, hey, listen, uh, I'm the only one that can channel Ashtar. I'm the only person that has in direct communication with Ashtar. All these other people that are claiming the channel Ashtar that are giving these predictions and these dates and all this stuff are wrong. And then the Ashtar Galactic Command became this huge thing on the internet in the, early, it, yeah. in the early, uh, well, the mid-90s. And uh, it's still. What do you think of this secret space program then? And that I've heard keeps coming up, but I haven't studied it. Complete and utter nonsense. Okay. Complete fabrication. Okay. It's all uh, it's all made up. With Stephen Greer and all those. Uh, well, people. Stephen Greer talks about a different kind of. Uh, he's more of the the extraterrestrial and meditating and uh, contact extraterrestrials through his uh, CE5 stuff. He doesn't really talk too much about, uh, you know, a, a secret space program. But when it comes to the the time traveling and the reverse age regression and fighting aliens in space for 20 years and being age regressed back to the very point that you were taken, being abducted by the CIA to be MK altered and like mind fractured and then to fight aliens in space for 20 years is just complete and utter nonsense. It's a fabrication. It was made up by people it's not real and the, the uh, masters the masters did tell us that imagination is man's only creative faculty that's what it really is it's a it's an imagination it's something that people use to create some sort of presence 
on the internet uh, and uh, talk about fantastical stories that are no way, shape, or form even um, anything to do with our current reality. Now, I think that the secret space program, super soldier stuff has been snowballed on purpose and it's been put out there on purpose to actually cover up real operations that may actually in fact be happening on earth like a lot of them talk about how you know looking glass technology that the government has a a device that can see into the future see into the past see what events that are going to happen and what is not going to happen and that really came from the secret space program and the super soldiers uh, talking about it. Well, there's a real looking glass program that was ran by the air force in the early fifties. That was to put a nuclear command post in space to be able to launch nukes from space. That's really what you would want to cover up, right? It's not these, uh, fantastical whistleblower mythology stories about fighting aliens in space for 20 years and then being age regressed to the very point that you're well, taking you would you would not want people to know what you're actually doing in space especially if you have nuclear capabilities up there yeah which is a, is a is a is a real fact they do it's a real operation and but you have to type in operation looking glass or looking glass operation to find uh, it online right just, so they've kind of they've kind of hit it under the the looking glass name see it's it's they what they what's been done is titles of real things have been changed just slightly in order to cover up the real operation so if you didn't want someone looking in a certain direction then you would just make something that is similar to the real thing become really popular so then you just bury the real information i wondered if that's what the dark forces do with the ethereum society is that they uh that mouse i come across a bit crazy to you but uh that could be you know yeah i mean uh, quite possibly i mean uh i i found the uh, ethereum society just uh you know researching online and ran across it and uh you know hey uh he was definitely different than a lot of the other uh groups and people that i have studied and uh if you watch the uh, ufo doomsday cults episode part one i uh mostly had good things to uh to say about him that doesn't mean that i believe what he's saying because there's been so many other beliefs. I mean, I could go on for another hour about yeah, all no these other people that, uh, that I've covered uh, talking about almost identically the exact same thing. I mean, George Van Tassel uh, that I was talking about earlier with the Ashtar Command almost verbatim said the exact same thing that George King from the Ethereum Society said. So it's uh, there. there's a lot of stuff that's just been compiled all into one people ripping off other individuals, not giving them credit, then interpreting their own information and then compounding their own experiences upon it and then giving their uh, the, their own views of what's going on. And, that, and it muddies the waters of everything. I mean, the uh, and it's been astounding going back and doing all this research because you know, no one knows where this terminology comes from. No one knows where these original thoughts and beliefs actually come from. And when you go back and do the research, you realize that, oh, well, this is what's being talked about in the community today, you know? Like a family tree or something or some visual. Like the the whole twin flame thing that is really popular within the uh, community today was started by the I am cult in the 30s, but it wasn't called Twin Flame. It was called Twin Rays. You know, it's like, it's the the exact same thing that's just been regurgitated and then changed just slightly for a new generation of people. And all the while, that new generation of people have absolutely no idea where those original thoughts, ideas, and belief systems came from. You could take like the violet flame practice. I mean, that's, you could trace that down through Saint-Germain or maybe it's in the eye as well, but it's a real practice. I mean, if you do it, it really does work. 
So that's exactly what they talked about too. Yeah, the vital flame was. Uh, you tried it? No, I haven't tried it. That's what the the I am call talks about. Yeah, maybe if you the try it, the vital flame, vital yeah, flame, you... uh, twin rays. They had um, uh, a few other things in there that have been uh, regurgitated within the community as well. That, I can't think of uh, right off the top of my head, but like I said, I could go on for uh, an another hour of, of uh, you know, all this stuff. But really, really quickly before we end out that uh, Heaven's, uh, not Heaven's Gate, the uh, Love is One cult that I was uh, talking about earlier, um, she ended up, um, she was found dead in her uh in her house wrapped in christmas lights with her eyes missing and she had been dead for two weeks before the police found her in crestone colorado and she had died of uh excessive ingestion of colloidal silver and alcoholism and anorexia and hbo just started a docu-series on this called uh the first episode just came out the other day and uh, a fellow YouTuber actually had the uh, uh, worked on it as well. So if uh, people are interested in uh, checking that out, it's on HBO right now. It's called uh, Love is One. I oh. think it's going to be a series of like five episodes, but the first one just dropped the other day and I covered it in uh, UFO Doomsday Cults Part 6. And there's a playlist of all of the episodes that I've done on my channel, you just go to my channel and hit playlist and they'll have them all there in order. If uh, anyone is uh, interested in checking yeah, those out. But... Raised by Giants is on YouTube. Yeah. Yes, sir. But uh, yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate you. I appreciate the conversation. And it uh, you know, shows that people can, that we can all have different outlooks on uh, different topics, right? And we don't have to, you know, butt heads we can have a, a civil and nice conversation you know we don't have to uh you know hate each other or attack each no. other in any way we can just uh you know communicate like uh, everyone should be able to communicate that has different opinions and thoughts and ideas and uh belief systems so uh thank you guys so much really appreciate you and uh yeah i could go on forever but uh no no thank, thank you. you very much and just goes to open people's eyes that i mean people can go into the search for truth and you know, get led led down a rabbit hole by somebody charismatic, and uh, it can go to very dark places. So people should discern. People should watch your videos and 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 make sure they're on a path to light. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. Very much. Thank you. All right. Thank and you, if Christian. If people are interested in the Ethereum Society, they can go to ethereist.org. Thank you.